Hey, I'm excited to have you back for another episode of the Secret Sauce Podcast. I'm Josh Swing. My goal today is to break down the takeaways our team gathered from the Unstoppable Team's Chick-fil-A Houston Leadership Conference. At the conference, we had the opportunity to lead a breakout session and hang out with 500-ish leaders across the Houston market. I learned more in that 24 hours than I ever thought possible. I'm especially fired up because I've got my squad from the Houston conference with me, Madeline Carter and Arden Long from the Fireseeds team, and my guys Hampton Dorch and Will Davies from WildSpark. Before we dive in, I want to give a special shout out to Kat Hudgens, Amanda Baca, and the rest of the Chick-fil-A Morton Ranch team for putting on a remarkable event. This episode wouldn't be happening right now if it wasn't for all the hard work that they put in to make this event a success. All right, let's jump in. My Houston Leadership Conference team, I'm so excited to have you all on the podcast today. This is going to be so much fun. We've got five incredible people from the Houston Chick-fil-A Conference. If you can't see us right now, if you're listening on the podcast, but all of them look beautiful. I'll do some quick introductions really quickly, and then we'll hop in with some highlights, some questions from our time with the Chick-fil-A market of Houston, Texas. First off, we got Madeline. Madeline is a recruiter extraordinaire for Chick-fil-A teams across the country. She dominates. She's actually from South Atlanta, not too far from the home office of Chick-fil-A. Her dad works in the church that Truett Kathy attended growing up, which is a really cool fun fact about Madeline. So she's got some very close ties to even Chick-fil-A in the support center. We've got my main man, Hampton Dorch here. He is my ride or die on the Wild Spark sales squad. He has extensive amount of experience outside of Chick-fil-A and has started really digging into being able to serve some Chick-fil-A teams really well recently. And then I've got Arden and she is the Chick-fil-A queen at our sister company, Fireseed. She spearheads the strategy and how we add the most amount of value that we can possibly add to Chick-fil-A teams by finding these high-level directors that make an immediate impact on their businesses. And then last but certainly not least, we've got Will, who is a leader on our client success team. What he is best in the world at is making sure that people see the maximum amount of growth in their teams through WildSpark with the leadership capacity of the individuals that are on those teams. So I'll get off my soapbox. I could talk about these people for the rest of the day. I won't do that for you all. Reach out to them, connect with them on LinkedIn if you want to know more. I want to take this team back, the squad back to one of my personal highlights from the trip. We were there Tuesday night and we were hanging out as a team before the event started. We stumbled upon a couple of cornhole boards, which we have a competitive group, immediately started the cornhole tournament round robin style. And I will say that I went undefeated, dominating Hampton in the final championship round. It was maybe the highlight of the whole conference. I'm just kidding. It was it was a fun team highlight though. Team, how do y'all feel about that? I've only lost some sleep over it over the last <laughs> couple of weeks. I've been practicing my cornhole throws daily. And for those of you listening, Josh went four for four in his last throws casually to defeat us all. So pretty good cornhole yeah. player. You went undefeated, Josh. I went defeated. I was, we are general rotation and I lost every single one. Had an awesome conversation with Madeline. We caught up while playing cornhole. So great consolation prize. Yeah. You got to better connect with somebody on our team. 100%. 
That's probably That's a better right. win than winning the tournament. Uh, now I feel bad, Will. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, team, I want to kick it over to y'all. What were some of the highlights when you think about just our team's experience and even just getting to go to Houston together collectively as a group? I know for this unique group, it was the first time of all of us getting to travel together. So I'd love to hear just some of the things that stuck out to you, whether it was over travel, who we got to connect with as a team, what you learned about something on the trip, uh, what you learned about somebody on the trip, whatever whatever it is that sticks out to you. I typically like to travel in one of my Chick-fil-A shirts, typically drums up some conversation and it did not let me down this time. I had a shirt from this year's next conference that says it's fun to work at Chick-fil-A. And then sometimes I forget to have, I have the shirt on and people are pointing me out in the airport and saying like, ah, Chick-fil-A. I'm like, oh yeah. So it uh, gives me a good chance to just brag on the company that I, I love working with. But what especially is interesting is we had landed in Houston. We're at baggage claim. We're waiting to pick up our bags and we're talking. I don't even remember about what. And a lady walks up and goes, do you guys work for Chick-fil-A? Because I do too. And we were all like, what? No way. So we start conversation with this lady. Her name is Kathy Hips. So I'll maybe track Kathy down and let her Shout know out she's Kathy. famous. Kathy, her son-in-law is actually a Chick-fil-A operator in Houston and she works for him. So we start talking with her. We're just diving into why we love working for the company. Come to find out her niece is also a Chick-fil-A operator that uses Wild Spark. So we became fast friends waiting on our luggage. And so I'll have to send this podcast her way. But it was just cool to hear you know, we're so passionate about working for Chick-fil-A or getting to work with as an extension of. And so for her to come out and say like, yes, I work for this operator at this store. I've done it for years. I love it. It's, it's just super cool. Just the brand, whether we're, we're in Birmingham, there in Houston, it doesn't matter where you are. It's just consistent that people are really fired up to, to be a part of it. We were laughing so hard with Kathy at Baggage Claim. That was a great time. And <laughs> yeah. even making the connection, she was coming from Florence, Alabama at operator Bryn Albertson's restaurant up there in Florence, who I think she was also family connected with. But Will, you serve uh, you serve Bryn's team up there in Florence. That was even a fun connection that you got yeah, to make. Yeah, it was super cool meeting Kathy. And then I sent the picture to Bryn and she's like, what a small world. It was really cool just to, to make that connection and to do it in baggage claim. Nonetheless, was a great start to the trip. Josh will not tell you this as the host of this podcast, but he has been faithful with Chick-fil-A for four or five years now of just serving them day in and day out. And it's really cool to see him in his element where you just get around all things Chick-fil-A. He just loves everything about them. And, and Chick-fil-A loves Josh. I mean, you know, every new room I walked in with him, it seemed like he knew somebody. And to see the the face of the, the person that we would meet light up, oh, Josh Swing, he's, he's the Wild Spark guy. It was just really cool. And sometimes it's even frustrating with me with Josh being so relational he and I love to work out together on some of the trips that we go on. And so we go to the gym and we're doing this thing where he does one set and I do the other, but it always takes double the amount of time because he ran into like four people in the gym and he just can't help but, but talk it up. So, but Josh wouldn't say that, but it's just really cool to see all of the, the seeds that he's planted years and years ago pay off in really big ways. Thanks a ton, Hampton. I appreciate the shout out. One of my highlights of the trip is also getting to work out with Hampton, the one and only Hampton in the hotel gym. It will forever change your life. My apologies for extending the workout by 45 minutes longer than it should have gone because you just can't say no to relationships, man. Well, let's dig into it. I want to talk about 
um, even some of the practical takeaways that we got from the conference and to give the audience a cool breakdown and rundown of what happened there in Houston. First, I want to start with you, Madeline, because I know that for a couple of us, this is our first time to a Chick-fil-A focused event. But even though specifically for you, right, you're right next to the support center. I think you even have family potentially that works at the support center, close friends. And so you have a lot of ties within Chick-fil-A and you've started serving them really well through Fire Seeds. And so what was it like just getting to be at a Chick-fil-A focused conference event for the very first time? Yeah. First, I just want to speak to the excellence that is Chick-fil-A and how they put on productions. There is nothing done halfway. Everything is to the second mile, to the best degree. I mean, the amount of detail and attention, it's very well organized. So it was fun to be a part of such a great and well-organized event. But I would say being able to experience for the first time operators who care for their team, who allow their team to take time outside of the restaurant, outside of the operations to focus on their personal development is huge. It's something that I feel like I'm selling all the time to candidates, how much Chick-fil-A cares, how much they care about your leadership development. But to see it in action, in person was huge. I mean, people from leadership teams, shift lead all the way up to integrator and director of operations at these restaurants in the Houston area, getting to be poured into, getting to build relationships and network with one another, um, getting to just further themselves through the brand and be able to take that back to the restaurant and apply what they've learned was huge. It was a great learning opportunity for me as well, but specifically just getting to see everything they preach being practiced firsthand. Yeah, Chick-fil-A is just built different, clearly. And they not only talk the talk, they walk the walk. Like to see it lived out, to see all of them come together. And there was like 0.1% of the time even where like chicken came up potentially. The rest of it was just focused on leadership and how do we pour into each other and do that like you said, to the highest level. Hampton, you have a ton of experience outside of Chick-fil-A. You're extremely effective. You're one of the most consistent leaders that I know. And um, this is your first time getting to step into and fully immerse into the Chick-fil-A world, but you had a lot to compare it to just because you're talking with companies all day, every day about their culture and wanting to build that culture. What were some of the things that stuck out to you comparatively to like what you see happening at other companies across the country? It was extremely refreshing. Chick-fil-A clearly does things different. And talking to a lot of different companies in different industries, it's very common for people to say, oh, you work with Chick-fil-A? Well, we want to be the Chick-fil-A of XYZ industry. Uh, That's a very common thing that we hear. Um, Josh and I have a joke that unfortunately, a lot of times they just want to see the revenue and the growth, uh, but they don't understand that it starts with people. And so if you look at a lot of companies' websites or some of the claims that they may make, they may say, well, we care about our clients. We always want to serve our clients and we want to serve our communities and our shareholders. Oh, and our our people too, our employees. And Chick-fil-A, it's very clear that Simon Sinek talks about this a lot, that they start with people. So when you think about people, employees, shareholders, community, it's all about people first for them. And that's when you really start seeing the revenue and the growth pay out over and over and over again. And so in all of my conversations, I'm oftentimes trying to convince or sell people on the idea that investing in their people is extremely important. With Chick-fil-A, we're already halfway done with the quote sales cycle because they say, well, investing in our people is our business. That's just what we do. Will Wild's part be the thing that helps us? And for a lot of them, the answer is yes. So it's just, 
it's cool to see that when you really do say, hey, we're in the business of people and we're going to do it through chicken sandwiches, really big things happen. It's really funny. I have to catch myself at times when I'm shifting from talking to other companies to talking to Chick-fil-A because they could probably communicate the why of behind WildSpark better than I can. So I'll like start talking and I'm like, I'm totally preaching to the choir right now. Like they get this way better than I do. So I'd agree with you. Arden, you are, I just, I dubbed you the Chick-fil-A queen at the beginning of this call, because I think that you do an incredible job thinking strategically about how Fire Seeds as a company serves Chick-fil-A really well. And you've been to a handful of Chick-fil-A events before. What was unique about this one specifically? And even what you saw and the unique nature of them bringing in directors and shift leaders and leaders in the restaurant to be able to pour into them directly? Yeah, something that was different about this conference than any other I've been to was that there were more than just the operators, the operators and their spouses there. They had people from their director team, but also people who are assistant directors, even down to coordinators and shift supervisors. And actually one that the operators would take those folks out of their restaurant, people who a hundred percent of the time, their job is to make sure shifts are running to take them away to spend time really looking at their leadership, planning for the future, pouring into them as individuals so that they can ultimately improve them as a person, but give them further opportunity. So that was really huge. I was very appreciative that operators were doing that. But even the conversations I was a part of, I talked to, I believe, a catering coordinator and a food safety supervisor. So when Fire Seeds were recruiting director executive level candidates. And so the individuals that I met, those are folks that the people that we would place at Fire Seeds would ultimately lead. And those two individuals were so sharp, so, I mean, communicated so strongly. It was clear how excited and passionate they were about their role and their responsibilities that it really made me think, wow, it is all the more important that we are placing absolute rock stars because they're coming in and leading absolute rock stars. Like it, that just was a huge takeaway for me. And then another is they asked, there's a room of 500 people all of whom work for a Chick-fil-A in Houston. And they said, who in here is new to Chick-fil-A as of the last year? And maybe 10 hands went up. So the majority of the room had excellent tenure with the company. And that's a huge thing we're recruiting for as well as folks who are going to be committed to the brand. So again, we're going to bring in new folks who are going to be leading absolute rock stars that have been committed for a long time. And so it just made me come back and tell my team, like, we've got to continue to find really sharp folks really got to level up because they're coming in and leading really, really amazing leaders already. Yeah. I think you're onto something really valuable there. They did, they did take the time to pull people out of the restaurant, which is just time and time is money, especially within a QSR company and industry. How would you encourage that leader that's listening to this podcast? That's thinking, you know, I don't know if I have time for that. We need to focus on the results in the business and even how that correlates to what you mentioned secondarily, which was the level of commitment that you've seen in those leaders and their tenure and like willingness to stick around. So I'd love for you to speak to the leader out there that's listening right now. Absolutely. And I mean, it's one of those things where we've talked about this to Empire Seeds. I mean, if you take the time to go to a conference or you even take the time to read a book or listen to podcasts that are related to the work that you get to do, to some degree, you're taking time out of the day-to-day responsibilities that you have. Um, and so that Chick-fil-A leader, you know, maybe there were a, a couple things that that fell short at the restaurant that day, or maybe there were even some leaders 
or team members who felt a little lost because their leader wasn't there. But ultimately what that person was doing, even though they did step away, was they were increasing their knowledge of the brand, of where they could grow as a leader. And that ultimately is going to impact the business twofold at the end of the day. And so if you're listening to this thinking, gosh, I just, if it would fall apart if I wasn't there, you know, maybe that's a great opportunity to grow up another leader beneath you so that you do have some opportunity to step away, to continue to grow. Um, Because ultimately, it's something that Andrew Kathy spoke to is if we're doing what we're doing right now to grow this time next year, we're going to be behind. And that's something that really stuck with me from an innovation standpoint and how we're growing as a company, but also as a leadership standpoint. If you're sitting there today going, well, I just started doing this and it seems to be really working with my team. You know, it could have great results this year for this season. But if that's still the only thing you're doing this time next year, you're going to be behind. And so how are you going to grow? It's probably doing a little bit more, getting outside, looking into resources, listening to podcasts, reading books, going to these opportunities that hopefully your operator or boss presents you with so that ultimately you won't be behind next year. You'll be ahead and continuing to grow you and your team. I'll add something to this as well. I don't hear this as much with Chick-fil-A's. It's usually some of the other companies that we're working with, but they may say, well, I don't know if we have the time or the money to move forward with whatever it is. Maybe it's Wilds Park, maybe it's Fire Seeds, maybe it's something else. And sometimes I want to jump through the Zoom call and say, well, I'm not sure you know how much time and money you're giving up in the future by not investing. And it doesn't have to be what we do, but just invest in your people in whatever way would be best. The opening speaker at the conference said that, think about when you're on a plane, every time they do the training before, hopefully none of us experience this, but when a the plane is crashing, you put the mask on yourself before the child that's with you. You can't really take care of your team if you're not taking care of yourself. So invest in yourself and then also invest in your team as well, because even though it might be money or time, that's going to buy you money and time in the future. Abraham Lincoln has a quote that says, give me an hour to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first 45 minutes sharpening my ax. And I think it illustrates what you both Arden Hanson are talking about really well this time that you're taking away is axe sharpening activity. It's going to make you so much more effective with your team if you're willing to invest in yourself. Davies, Will Davies, I call you Davies. Uh, I want to kick it over to you, man, because I know that you helped facilitate the breakout sessions that we had the opportunity to lead Mm -hmm. extensively. And those things would not have been successful. It wasn't for your help in, in those. And both of them were packed out audiences. Like they were full to capacity. The rooms could not hold any more people. We actually had a bouncer, a makeshift yeah. bouncer, uh, which I think was part of the team from Chick-fil-A Morton Ranch that like stepped in and had to help out and making sure that people were registered if they were coming yeah. into the breakout session. But just a crazy amount of excitement around the WildSmart breakout session, which is really encouraging to see. But you got to witness that firsthand and help facilitate and make that successful. I'd love to hear even specifically what you saw in those breakout sessions mm-hmm. at the conference, what you learned from that about these teams that were there. Yeah. It, the the breakout sessions were just so cool to step out of the being participating in it and seeing everyone else listening to you and, and the way that you led them through, what does it look like to build an unstoppable bench? And one of those is, is getting to know the stories of those that you were leading, writing down, jotting down the major life events in your life, and then coming together and sharing with one another was so powerful. And I remember stepping into a group, it was a row of six they didn't know each other. They were not from the same restaurant. They were all strangers. The vulnerability 
and the openness and to share what they put down. And there was some pretty deep, heavy stuff in there that was shared and, and people being just captivated and, and really interested in other people, but also you could feel that there was a bond at the end. You know, they were walking out, talking with one another, patting each other on the back. And I think also, Josh, looking over at you, you were leading the breakout session. It would have been so easy for you to take a step back, you know, be on your phone or practicing what was next in the presentation, but you were crisscross applesauce intent and focused in on the stories of those who are on your row and your group. And, and I had to look at my team and I was like, we've been doing this for 10 minutes. If I don't interrupt Josh here, we're going to be doing store. Like he's not going to be able to finish the presentation, the, the breakout session. So I had to go, you know, say, Hey, this is awesome, but we got to keep on rolling. And I thought it was just a really cool picture of one, you and your leadership and your intentionality uh, and building relationships, but also participants throughout that entire breakout session. It wasn't just your group that was really intense and, and focused in on one another. It was every single row. I think that's just reflective of the culture that already exists in Chick-fil-A, of uh, being people-focused and, and understanding the stories of, of one another. So it was really special just to, just to look at that. If it wasn't for you, Will, that breakout session would have probably steamrolled the one-hour time slot that we had for it. It probably would have gone five hours. Yeah. I'm hyper-relational and to a fault sometimes. It can be a weakness where I get so wrapped up in the conversation and the moments that I like lose all track of everything else. So thank you, Will. I need you in my life to keep me on track. Continue to do that, man. But yeah, I some of the stories brother. that I got to hear were just incredible. Like mm-hmm. Will said, the vibe of everybody leaving that breakout session and feeling this like newfound connectedness to each other was really powerful. And a lot of what we preach through Wild Spark and Fire Seeds, the importance of story and being able to communicate that story extremely well so that you can build a foundation and a relationship that can grow beyond that. It's really cool that you saw that will firsthand and that happens everywhere that we go. I think you can you can inject that into every area of your business, even events that you're going to with each other. I want to take a moment and just talk about some of the dynamic speakers too that were at the conference. So we got to hear from people like Andrew Cathy, the CEO of Chick-fil-A and Ryan Leak, who's a phenomenal speaker and other operators in the market and different people. And so Madeline, I'd love to hear from you about what some of your highlights were just from a personal learning perspective, like what you learned that helped grow you being you know, two weeks removed from the event. What are some of the things that are still bouncing around in your mind? And then we'll pass it around. I'd love to hear some other people's thoughts too. But Madeline, you kick us off. A couple of things have been continually bouncing my mind since its conference. First, the phrase of don't be a conversation narcissist stuck out to me. This is something majority of people unintentionally do without realizing it. You listen in a conversation for your next opportunity to speak. You're listening so that you can share, so that people can hear your point or you can bring it to where you want it to end up. But the concept of instead of listening for your own gain, listening to understand and listening to hear what somebody is saying and learn from them is huge. And one thing he brought up was how many people do you know that are actually, you could call that you would, that would actually listen to you and everything you had to say and wouldn't just interject with all kinds of solutions to your problems or ideas or ways they'd experienced it. Um, so that's something I've been trying to actively practice and make sure that I'm never the person who's being a conversation narcissist, 
have caught myself doing it a couple of times, but um, I'm working on it and sharpening my skills there. Another thing that stuck out was just the importance, and Andrew spoke to this, of having a company vision that everybody buys into and just understanding the why behind what you're doing. And when you have that buy-in and that understanding of why you're doing what you're doing and the importance of what you're doing, um, you're able to go so much further as a company, as a team, as a brand um, into the future. And so as Chick-fil-A continues to expand over the next 10 years, focusing on their company culture and the why behind what they do are going to be imperative for them to be able to continue with what they have going on right now. So I'm interested to see um, how they continue with excellence, how they have been doing over the next 10 years. And I know this is going to be one of Andrew's main focuses as he fully takes over Chick-fil-A and runs hard with it. So excited to see what happens there. But those two points were huge for me and I've still been marinating on them. Yeah, Madeline, that was one big takeaway for me too, just on the why. And I'm, I'm so thankful at Fire Seeds and Wild Spark, our CEO, Cord Sachs, the why is out there for all of us. So we know it from day one, um, but it was still helpful for me when he talked about it. I wrote down uh, mm-hmm. what our vision is to glorify God through multiplying movements and multiplying leaders in the four purpose marketplace. But as Andrew asked more follow-up questions, I thought, okay, our why is something that I can quote in my sleep at this point, but what does that really tangibly mean day to day on the difficult days, on the hard conversations? Like, let's take that down a step further. And so I actually wrote down, ultimately, I want to better my candidate's life. And I really want to better my client's business. I want the candidate to have a successful career and the client to have a, a great life as well. But ultimately, when I'm thinking about my client's business and my candidate's life, if both those things are bettered, then we really are fulfilling that why. And so the past couple of weeks, I've really been just tossing that idea around in my head. I've shared it with some of the, the folks on my team, just what are we actually trying to do in the day in and day out? And so even though we talk about why all the time, the couple of questions that Andrew asked us really spurred that thought for me. Ryan Leake, one of his major quotes that he says is, we will make it a lot further in life by chasing failure than we will by chasing success. Off the cuff, out of context, that could be a little bit confusing, but that was just impactful for me of, of someone specifically who's a follower of Christ. Like, I don't think we're called to live a mediocre, safe life. I think that there are elements of, of risks that we can take and of boldness that we can walk through life with because of where our hope is and what our identity is in for uh, anyone in leadership at wild spark listening to this. And I may not do anything super crazy or stupid in chasing failure. um, But I think I just learned to not fear it so much. Yeah, Hampton, to double down on that, that was transformational for me hearing Ryan Leak talk about failure. It is just in my DNA from since I probably came out of the womb. I am scared of failure and and afraid of letting others down. And that paralyzes me a lot. And and what he said, Ryan said, 80% of our thoughts are negative. 95% of those thoughts are repetitive. Just thinking in your head, I don't want to reach out to this person because what if they say no, or I don't want to have this conversation because what if it's bad is my first inclination. And if you flip it and say, Hey, what if they say yes in this conversation? Or what if it's positive? It was 
exactly what I needed to hear during that day and that specific time in my life, end of the month, in my specific role, and having a lot of those conversations uh, when it comes to just the nature of WildSpark in my specific role. And that was exactly what I needed to hear. And I was bold. And you know what? I, I had some conversations and they were positive. It was really cool just to hear Ryan talk about chasing failure and, and learning from it and that it's okay to, to fail. Yeah, there were so many powerful takeaways from getting to listen to those people speak. And even listening to you you all right now, I'm like reminded of a lot of those takeaways. And it's fascinating just to hear what individually resonated with each of you. There were elements of what you all shared that, that definitely resonated with me too. Going back to what you said, Madeline, I think the way that Ryan phrased it was most people can't name five people in their circle that they would list as effective listeners. And so how do you aspire to be that for the people that you get to interact with on a daily basis who are in your life? Like be that person that is listening to mm-hmm. understand and not listening to respond. Really, I think the most powerful thing that I heard came from Andrew Kathy. I mean, Ryan had a ton of really powerful stuff too, but Andrew said at one point, if the rate of external change, meaning more revenue, more profit, more Chick-fil-A locations exceeds the level of internal change, which would be growing in integrity and character, doing things like they were doing at the conference, investing in their leadership skills, then disaster is imminent. And I thought it was a great warning and encouragement to continue to focus on the internal change and the internal growth. What's really challenging is the more that you focus on your internal growth, the external growth typically follows that. And the more you externally grow, the harder it is to continue to invest in the internal growth. And so it's just something that we have to continue to prioritize and make time for what Arden, you talked about earlier when you were sharing about some of your key takeaways. We just need to make sure that we're doing that, that you're listening to podcasts like this, the Secret Sauce Podcast to continue <laughs> That's right. growing yourself internally. Well, team, we'll wrap this thing up, but I will say that It was an incredible experience getting to travel to Houston with all of you. I pray for many more trips like that to come with each of you. I just had the best time. One, getting to add value to hundreds of Chick-fil-A leaders across the Houston area. But then two, just getting to know more about each of you relationally, getting to hear more about your story and what's going on in your lives. And so... Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Each of you are uniquely incredible and this company's WildSpark and Fireseeds would not be the same without any of you. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And Chick-fil-A does everything with excellence. Thank you again to the Houston market for bringing us in and making us feel like part of the family. I hope you got a ton out of this episode. If you're an operator listening, and you have an upcoming leadership conference, market meeting, operator retreat, hear me say, we would love to serve you and add value however we can. Speaking, leading a breakout session, sponsoring a dinner, interpretive dance, literally whatever you need, please don't hesitate to schedule time with me in the episode description below. If you'd like to learn more about what Arden and Madeline do at Fire Seeds, I'll include a link to chat with them too. Also, if you're in the DC market or you're a female operator, look out for the Fire Seeds and WildSpark teams at the DC Operator Retreat and the Elevate Female Operator Gathering coming up. Until next time, stay saucy.